October 5th. Wherefore, as one man sin entered into the world and died death by sin, and death passed upon all men, for they're all of sin. So Adam brought it in, and we've been stuck with it ever since. So bias of degeneration. The Bible does not say that God punished the human race for one man's sin, but that the disposition of sin, for example, my claim to my right to myself, entered into the human race only by one man, and that another man took upon him the sin of the human race and then put it back away. So infinitely profounder revelation. The disposition of sin is not immorality or wrongdoing, but the disposition of self-realization, selfishness. I am my own God. This disposition may work out in decorous morality or indecorous immorality. You might look at like, you're the shining star and everybody's looking at you, or it might show up you're the, you're the example of exactly what not to do. Yeah. Right? Yes. But it has the one basis, my claim to my right to myself. When our Lord faced men with all the forces of evil in them, and men who were clean, living, and moral and upright, he did not pay attention to the moral degradation of the one or the moral attainment of the other. He looked at something we do not see. He looked at the ultimate disposition. What's the catalyst? I told you um, this last week. He said, sometimes when it says, when the wicked flee, no one's chasing. So some of us run away. Some of us run to many things. Erica, for example, runs to busy, 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 busy. And I don't know how many times I tell her, don't do it. She keeps doing it. I said, that's the wicked flee. No one's chasing there's no reason for her to do it, but in her mind, she has to do that. Others run away from these things. Sin is a thing I am born with, and I cannot touch it. God touches sin and redemption. In the cross of Christ, God redeemed the whole human race from the possibility of damnation through the heredity of sin. God now nowhere holds a man responsible for having the heredity of sin. The condemnation is not that I am born with the heredity of sin. But if I were to realize Jesus Christ came to deliver me from it, I refused to let him do so. From that moment, I began to get the, the seal of damnation. So it's not that he doesn't expect me to be a sinner because I was raised or, or, or you know, uh, uh, created from the foundation through Adam in that sin. But when we let that sin rule, that's the problem. Yeah. Especially when he came to save us and showed us how not to let it rule anymore, right? Yeah. I refused to let him do so. From that moment, I began to get the seal of damnation. And this is that judgment, the critical moment, that the light is come into the world and men love darkness more than they love light. Isn't that the truth? Yes. They love their situation and they wanted their way to do what they were going to do and were hoping God would interfere. Romans 1. Verse 16. 116. You know what's funny is I go through these messages and I prepare them for us and oftentimes there's so many scriptures that we've read so many times and then all of a sudden it gets to this message and it starts to make a whole different different meaning or a different perspective. It really, really kind of sets down and helps us grasp uh, some deeper things from the word that we would have without that message. Romans 1.16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it's the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believes to the Jew first and also the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith and it is written the just shall live by faith. 
For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it to them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And they changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like unto a corruptible man, to birds, four-footed beasts, and creepy things. So we tried to take the, the glory of God and make it into something it wasn't so that we could, we could control it. Romans 3, 21. But now, the righteousness of God without the law is being manifested. Being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Christ, unto all and upon all those who believe, for there is no difference. For of all sin comes short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God has set forth to be a propitiation or replacement through faith in His blood to declare His righteousness for the remission of our sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say at this time, His righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of him that believes on Jesus. Four thirteen. For the promise that should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham nor to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if they were, if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise is made of no effect, because the law works for wrath. Where no law is, there is no transgression. So therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only that which is of the law, but that which is also the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is then written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him, whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things which are not as though they were. Who's a who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become Amen. the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not even his own body, how dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither did the, about the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in the faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that he had promised, he was also able to perform it. Therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now, it was not written for his sake alone, but was imputed to him. For us also, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him, on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, for who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for justification. 5.12 Wherefore, as by one sin, one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world. But sin was not imputed when there was no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who was the figure of him that was to come. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if you, through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God, the gift by grace, which is by one man Christ, has abounded to many as well. And not as by one that sinned, so is the gift, for the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift of many offenses. 
many offenses and a justification. For by one man's offense, death reigned by one much more. They which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, which is Christ. Whereas by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the laws entered that the offense might abound. But where the sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Amen. That as sin has reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Christ Jesus our Lord. 6.1 So what should we say then? Should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know you not that so many of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? So therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. If we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also be the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, and the body of sin might be destroyed, and henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is then freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being made well, being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. And that he died, he died into sin once, but that he lives, he now lives unto God. Right? Likewise, reckon you yourselves also to be dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God the Lord Jesus Christ. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it and the lust thereof. Amen. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members of the instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. So what then? Shall we sin because we're not under the law, but under grace? Again, God forbid. Know you not that to whom you yield yourselves, servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey, whether it is sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. Your, your pick, right? Yes. To God be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered unto you. Being they made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. I speak after manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. I get where you're coming from, that bias of degeneration. For as you've yielded your members servants to uncleanness, to iniquity and to iniquity, even so now yield your members servants unto righteousness and holiness. For when we were the servants of sin, we were free from righteousness. What fruit you had in those things whereof you are now ashamed, for the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness, and the end of that is everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death. The, lift, the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. 7-7. Seven, seven. What should we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. No, if I had not known sin but by the law, for I had not known lust except the law had said, do not covet. But sin, taken occasion by the commandment, wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. For without the law, sin was dead. So sin brought through, the commandment came through to show me how bad I really was. For I was alive without the law once, and the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. I was cool until I started learning the commandments, and all of a sudden I realized, you know, that there was a lot of things I did were contrary to God, right? the commandment which was ordained to life, I found it to be a death, death unto me. For sin, taken occasion, but the commandment deceived me, and by it it slew me. Wherefore the law is holy, the commandment holy, and just and good. Was then that which is good made 
death unto me, God forbid, but sin, that it might be appear sin working in death in me by which is good, the sin that his commandment might come exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, and I am sold under that sin. H1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but they walk after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus may be free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak to the flesh, God sent his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin he condemned sin in the flesh. Amen. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but walk after the Spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is at odds against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So then they, which are flesh, cannot please God. But you are not of the flesh, but you are in the Spirit. If so be the Spirit of God dwells in you. Amen. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, you are none of his. But if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is alive, is life because of the righteous. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwells within you. Amen. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if we, have, if we live after the flesh, you shall die, but through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father, or Daddy. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. If so be that you suffer with him, that you may be also glorified together with him. 1 Corinthians 1. Verse 4. I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God was given to me, given to you by Christ. That in everything we are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. So as you come behind in no gift, waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus, who shall also confirm you to the day all the way to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called to the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. 15, 12. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how shall some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. If Christ not be risen, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is also in vain. Yes, we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if, if the dead not rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is in vain, you that are yet still in your sins. And they also, which are fallen asleep in Christ, to perish. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of, the, of all men most miserable. But now Christ is risen from the dead and become the firstfruits of many that slept. For since by man came death, by man also came the resurrection of the dead. 
For as in Adam all die, so even in Christ shall all be made alive. For every man in his own order. First Christ the first fruits, afterward that that are Christ that is coming. Then is going to come the end. When we shall be delivered up to the kingdom of God, even the Father which he shall have put down rule and authority and power. For he must reign till he has put all the enemies under his feet. The last many that will be put under and destroyed is death. For he that has put all things under his feet, but when he says all things are under him, it is manifest that he has accepted which did not all the things under him. When all these things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him that has put all things under him, and to God, the true God, maybe lie, maybe all in all. Second Corinthians one. Nine. We would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia. We were pressed out of measure. We were pressed above strength, insomuch that we even despaired of life. For we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we would should not trust in ourselves, but we would trust in God who raised the dead, who delivers us from so great a death and does deliver, in whom we trust that he will also continue to deliver us. You helping together by prayer. For us, the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, thanks may be given uh, by many on our behalf. For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God we've had our conduct in the world and more abundantly to you. We write none of the things unto you that which you have read and acknowledged, and we trust that you shall acknowledge all the way to the end. Thank you for See, we have been troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but absolutely not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always going to be delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That the life also of Jesus might be manifest in our mortal flesh. So the death works in us and life works in you. We have the same spirit of faith according to his written, I believed, therefore I've spoken. We also now believe, and therefore we speak, knowing that he which is raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus, and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the many thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man is perishing, yet our inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works far more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. But we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. The things which are seen are temporary. The things which are not seen are, in fact, eternal. Second yeah. Corinthians 8. 1. Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit the grace of God bestowed upon us by the church of Macedonia. How that a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded to the riches of their liberality. For to their power I bear record, yes, and beyond their power they were willing of themselves, praying us with much entreaty that we could receive the gift and take upon us the fellowship of the ministering to the saints. And this they did, not as we hoped, but first gave their own selves to the Lord and then unto us by the will of God. Insomuch that we desired Titus that he had begun, so he would also finish you 
in you the same grace also. Therefore, as you abound in everything in faith, in utterance, in knowledge, in all diligence, in your love towards us, see that you abound in this grace also. I speak not by commandment, but by the occasion of the forwardness of others to prove the sincerity of your love. For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, how through he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that through his poverty we might be rich. Nine five. Therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before you and make up beforehand your bounty wherever you notice, where you had noticed before, that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not of covetousness. But this I say, he that sows sparingly shall reap sparingly, he that sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Let me go back and ask you a question. Do you know what verse 5 actually means when it says that they made up be ready as a matter of bounty and not of covetousness? The body of Christ raised money for the preacher coming in. So that when the preacher got there, he didn't have to ask for donations. So he said they went ahead and gave in advance. So when they got there, he could they would they would take care of them and the preacher would come and preach it. And it wasn't about his covetousness them having to ask the people to bear witness to help help him with his expenses. Okay? And then Say, he that sows sparingly shall reap sparingly, and he that sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So every man, according as he has purpose in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or out of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. But God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. As it is written, he that dispersed abroad, he has given us, given to the poor, his righteousness remains forever. Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness, being rich in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. For the administration of this service not only supplies the want of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgivings unto God. While by the experience of this ministration they glorify God in your professed subjection to the gospel of Christ, and for your liberal distribution to them and unto all men. That by their prayer for you, which long after you for the exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be unto God for this unspeakable, unspeakable gift. Galatians 2, 16. Knowing the man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Christ. Even we have believed in Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, but for by the works of the law shall no flesh ever be justified. But if while you seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners, is therefore then Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For through the law, I, through the law, am dead to the law that I might live unto God. And I'm crucified with Christ. But nevertheless, I still live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. In the life in which I now live, in the flesh I live it by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me, gave himself for me, and I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness came by the law, then Christ is found dead in vain. Galatians 5.1 So stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where Christ has made us free. Be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. Before I, Paul, say to you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. 
For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. And Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever you are justified by the law because you have fallen from grace. If we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness to righteousness by that faith. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision but faith which works by love. You did run well. So who did hinder you that you would not obey the truth? This persuasion comes not of him that calls you. A little leaven is going to leaven the whole lump. I have a confidence in you through the Lord that you will be none otherwise minded, but he that troubles you shall bear his judgment, whoever that shall be. And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision, why do I feel that I have to suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased? I would that they were cut off which have troubled you. For brethren, we have been called into liberty, but not to use that liberty for an occasion of the flesh, but by love serve one another. For the all of the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and you devour one another, please take heed that you be not consumed of one another. Ephesians 1, verse 3. <clears throat> Blessed be God, the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. According as his chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in love, having predestined us to the adoption of, adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise and glory of his grace wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, wherein he abounds towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he has purposed within himself that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven which are on earth even all those things in him in whom we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will that we should be the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ you've heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation who also, after you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest or the down payment of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession under the praise of His glory. 2.1 And you, has He quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, where in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in all of the children of disobedience, among whom also we had our conduct in times past in the lusts of our flesh, in front of the desires of our flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his name, great love wherein he has loved us, when we were dead in sins, he had quickened us together with Christ. By grace you've been saved. And has raised us up together and made us sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ. For by grace you are saved through faith and not that of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God has before ordained that we should all walk 
in them. Therefore, remember that you being tied past Gentiles in the flesh are called uncircumcision. But that which is called circumcision in the flesh by the hands, that are at time when you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, the strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope without God in the world. But now you are in Christ Jesus, who sometimes were far off or now made near by the blood of Christ. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of grace of God that was given to me for you, how that by the revelation he made known to me the mystery, as I wrote before in a few words, whereby you will read, you may understand my knowledge of the mystery, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs of the same body that partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, whereby I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given to me by the effective working of his power. 4.1 I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you would walk worthy of the vocation where you've been called with all lowliness and meekness long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. Because there is one body, one Spirit, even as you are called, and one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and the Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. But in every man is given this grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he says, when, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity, captivity and gave gifts unto men. Amen. Now that he's ascended, what is it that that he also descended first in the lower parts of the earth, that he descended is the name, same also that ascended far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. He gave some to be pastors, excuse me, apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the whole body of Christ. Amen. Till we all come to the unity of the faith, the knowledge of the Son of God, perfect man by the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that henceforth we would know we be no more children tossed to and fro carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and by the cutting craftiness where they lie in wait to deceive but speaking the truth in love with one another may grow up into him in all things which is the head even Christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplies according to the effect of working in the measure of every part makes increase of the body and the edifying of itself in love This I say, therefore, and testify of the Lord, that henceforth walk not other, as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lasciviousness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. But you have not so learned Christ. If so, you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put him out the the concerning the former conduct of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and that you be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you would put on this new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. 5.1 So be you therefore followers of God as dear children, walk in love, as Christ also has loved us, and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be once named among you as it's not becoming to the saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. 
For this you know, that no whoremonger, nor unclean person, nor covetous man who is an adulterer has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no man deceive you with the vain words, for because of these things comes the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. So be you not therefore partakers with them. For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as the children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what's acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it would be a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. But all things are reproved. They are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever does make manifest is the light. Wherefore, as he says, Awake you that sleep, and rise from the dead, and Christ will give you that light. See, then you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore you be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Be not drunk with wine when there is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking yourselves in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing, making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God yes. and the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting yourselves to one another in a fear of God, a reverence of God. Yes. Philippians 3, verse 7. Things were gained to me. Those things I counted as a loss. Yet doubtless I count all things but a loss for the excellency of getting to know the knowledge of Jesus Christ my Lord for whom yeah. I have suffered the loss of all things and I do count them as nothing because I win Christ. Yes. I may be found in him not having my own righteousness which is of the law but that which is through the faith of Christ the righteousness which is of God by faith. That I may know him I might know the power of his resurrection I might know the fellowship of his sufferings that I might be made conformable unto his death if by any means at all I might attain to the resurrection of the dead. Not as though I'd already attained, neither already perfect, but I follow after that, if that I might apprehend that for which I've also apprehended of Christ. He's got me. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but there's one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind, I reach forth to those things which are before me. I press towards the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ. So let us, therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything... You be otherwise, but God shall even reveal this unto you. Nevertheless, whereunto you have already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same things. Yes. Colossians 1 21. And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by former wicked works, right? Yeah. Yet now he is reconciled in his body of his flesh through death. He did this to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his own sight. If you continue the faith, grounded and settled, be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard, which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, made a minister, who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery, which has been hidden from the ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to the saints, in whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery upon, among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man Perfect in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Three. One. 
if then you be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affections on the things above, and not on the things from here on the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear then, shall we also appear with him in glory. So mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God comes upon that children of disobedience. Yeah. In the which you also walk sometimes when you lived in them. Yeah. But now you also put off these yeah. anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that you put off the old man and all the old man's deeds. And you put on that new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him. Renewed in him repeatedly by the Spirit, by the coming into our lives, right? Yes. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision, uncircumcision, barbarian, saving, bond, or free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness of long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you forgive. Above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Yes. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. First Thessalonians 4.1 Furthermore, we beg you, brethren, that you Exhort you by the Lord Jesus that you have received of us how you ought to walk and please God so you would and you would abound more and more. For you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God even your sanctification that you would abstain from fornication. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and in honor. Not in the lust of concupiscence even as the Gentiles which know not God. That no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any manner because that the Lord is the avenger all such as we have also forewarned you and we have testified. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. He therefore that despises, despises not man, but God, who has also given to us his spirit. But as touching brotherly love, you do not that I write unto you, for you yourselves are taught of God to love one another. And indeed you do it towards all the brethren which are in Macedonia. But we beg you, brethren, that you increase more and more, that you would study to be quiet and to do your own business, to work with your own hands as we commanded you, that you may walk honestly towards them that are without, and that you may have lack of nothing. Second Thessalonians 1, verse 11. Wherefore, also we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of his calling, and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness, that the work of faith with power, that the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified you and you in him, yeah. according to the grace of God and according to the Lord Jesus Christ. 12, 2, 13, sorry. We are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brother, blood of the Lord, because God has from the beginning chosen you, chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and the belief of the Amen. truth. Thank you. Where he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus. So, funny. He's dialed it in. He's called us. He's ready to deliver us. And all we got to do is show up and let it. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you've been taught, whether by word or by our example. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which has loved us, has given us an everlasting consolation and good hope through Christ, through grace. Comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and every good work. Yes. First Timothy. 
1.3. As I besought you to abide still in Ephesus when I went to Macedonia, that you might charge some that they teach no other doctrine, neither give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is in faith, so do. Now the end of commandment is charity, have a pure heart, of a good conscience, and of love sincere, from which some, having swerved, have turned aside into vain jangling, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor whether they affirm. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous man, but the lawless and the disobedient, for the ungodly and for the sinners, for the unholy and the profane, for murders of fathers and murders of mothers, for manslayers, that's what the law was made for. For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, that's what the law was made for. According to the glorious gospel, the blessed God which is committed to my trust, we've had the gospel brought to us so the good news can set us free. Yeah. Four. Verse 12. Let no man despise your youth, but be you an example of the believers in word and conduct and charity, and spirit, faith, and purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which is given to you by the prophecy of the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them, that the providing may appear to all. Take heed unto yourself and unto the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this, you shall both save yourself and those that hear you. 6.11 But you, O man of God, love of money and the love of stuff, flee these things, follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life where you are called in a profession, good profession before many witnesses. I give you charge in the sight of God who quickens all things and before Christ Jesus who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession. That you would keep his commandment without spot unrebukable until the appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Which in times past he shall show you who is the most blessed and only royal, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who only has immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach it to, which no man has seen nor can see, in whom be honor and power everlasting in him. Amen. Second Timothy 1 Timothy 1.6 Wherefore I put you in remembrance that you would stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Yes. For God has not given us a spirit of fear but a power of love and of a sound mind. So be you there not for ashamed of the gospel or the testimony of our Lord nor me his prisoner. To be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God who has saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the world even began. But thou was made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the, through the gospel itself. 2 Timothy 2.1 You therefore, my son, be strong in that grace that is in Christ Jesus. The things that you have heard of me are money... Uh, of many witnesses, the same commits you also to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. You therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ. No man that wars entangles himself again with the affairs of this life and this world, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. If a man is going to strive for masteries, though, yet he's not crowned except he strive lawfully. The husband that labors must first be a partaker of the fruits. 
Consider what I say, the Lord will give you understanding in all things. Titus 1.10 For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouth must be stopped, whose subvert, subvert whole houses, teaching things that they ought not for filthy lucre sacred money. One of them, even as a prophet of their own, said, The Christians are always liars, evil beasts, and slow bellies. This witness is true. Wherefore, rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn to the truth. Under the pure all things are pure, but under them that are defiled and believing is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable and disobedient to every good work, reprobate. Verse 11, 2-11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. We should be looking for that blessed hope, the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify himself of peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things I ask that you speak, exhort, and rebuke with all authority, and let no man despise thee. Yeah. Put them in mind, verse 3, chapter, chapter 3, verse 1. Be in mind to subject principalities and powers to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. To speak evil of no man to be not brawlers but gentle, showing all meekness to all men. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedience, deceived, serving others less than pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. But after the kindness and the love of our God, our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. By the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed upon us abundantly through Christ Jesus our Savior. That being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. This is a faithful saying. And these things, I would that you would affirm them constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to all men. But avoid foolish questions, and genealogies and contentions and strivings about the law, for they are unprofitable and vain. A man that's a heretic after the first and second admonition, reject them knowing that he that is such is subverted and sins being condemned only of himself. Hebrews 2.14 For as much then as the children are partakers of the flesh and blood, he also likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, destroy the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death are all their lifetime subject to bondage. For truly he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself had suffered being tempted, he was able to secure them that are tempted. He was able to go through just like he was tempted, able to get us through on the other side without the temptation. 5.11 Of whom we have many things to say, Hard to be uttered, seeing you are dull of hearing. For when in the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again the very first principles of the oracles of God to become such as need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. But strong meat belongs to them that are full age, even those who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern both good and evil. So therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection 
not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works of the faith towards God, of doctrines of baptisms, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, the eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits us. For it's impossible for those who were once enlightened to have and have tasted of the heavenly gift were made partners of the Holy Ghost. They have tasted the good word of God, the powers of the world to come. If they should be fall away, it would be impossible to renew them again into the repentance, seeing they have crucified to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him, God himself, and Christ himself to an open chain. For the earth, which drinks in rain, that often comes upon it and brings forth herbs, meat for them by whom it's dressed, receives blessing from God. But that which is bearing thorns and briars is rejected. It's near unto cursing, whose end is ultimately to be burned. But beloved, we are persuaded better things of you, things that accompany salvation, though we thus speak. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love for which you have showed towards his name and that you have ministered to the saints and you do continue to minister. We desire that every one of you you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope all the way to the end. So be you not slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience Amen. are going to inherit the promises. Amen. 9, 15. And for this cause... He is the mediator of the New Testament. That by the means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. For there, for where a testament is, there must also be a necessity of death of the testator. For a testament is of force after men are dead. Otherwise, they have no strength at all while the testator lives. Whereupon neither the First Testament was dedicated without the blood. Then we also know that the blood of Christ is what Justified the second testament. Yes. James 1. Verse 2. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing that this, the trying of your faith is going to work patience. And when patience has had her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, absolutely wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally, and he abrades not, and it shall be given unto him. But let him ask in faith nothing wavering. For he that wavers is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he's going to receive anything of the Lord. And a double-minded man is going to be unstable in all of his ways. So let the brother of low degree rejoice and that he's exalted. But let the rich, and that he was made low because of the flower of the grass, he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withers the grass, the flower thereof fails. The grace of the fashion but perishes also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. So blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither does he tempt any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away with his own lust, enticed. When lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. Sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. So do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, whom there is no variableness. Neither is a, any shadow or possibility of turning of his own will he begot us with the word of truth that we should be like yes. a kind of first fruits of his creatures. James 4.1 From whence then come these wars and fightings among you? Do not come even of your lusts at war on your members. You lust, you have not, you kill. You desire to have, you cannot obtain, you fight. You war and yet you have not because you ask not. Then you ask and receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lusts. You adulterers and adulteresses. Know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? That whosoever therefore shall be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. You think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit that dwells within us lusts to envy? But he gives more grace. 
For wherefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble, his humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. Draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinner. Purify your hearts, you devil-minded. Be afflicted and mourn. Weep, let your laughter be turned to mourning, and enjoy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord will, in fact, lift you up. James, excuse me, 1 Peter 1. I am hardly 3. Blessed be God, the Father, Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope by the resurrection of Christ from the dead. Mm-hmm. Our only hope. Yes, yes. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and faith is not away, reserved in heaven just for you. You who are kept by the power of God through faith and the salvation ready to be revealed in this last time. Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now be, if need be, for a season, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith be much more precious than that of gold that perishes though it be tried with fire, might be found to praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus, whom having not seen you love, and whom, though now you still see him not, you believe, you rejoice with a joy that's unspeakable and full of glory, and you receive the end of your faith. Receive even the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Two one. Therefore. Laying aside all malice, all guile, hypocrisies, envies, all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. If so be you have tasted, the Lord is gracious. To whom coming, as again the living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. You also as living stones are built up, a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable to God by Christ. Wherefore also it's contained in the scripture. The old I lay in Zion, a chief cornerstone, elect, precious. He that believes in him shall not be confounded. Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. But to them which are disobedient, the stone which the builders have disallowed, the same is made the corner, the head of the corner. The stone of stumbling, the rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient. Wherefore, they were appointed to this. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you would show forth the praises of him yes. who have called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past you were not a people, but now the people of God, which Amen. had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Yeah. So dearly beloved, I beg you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from your fleshly lusts, yeah. which war against your soul, having your conduct honest among the Gentiles, the people of the world, that whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold and glorify God that day of visitation. Yes. Sooner or later, they'll get it. Yeah. 3, 8. So finally, be of all one mind, having compassion for one another, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil, nor rendering for rendering, but contrary wise blessing, knowing that you are thereto called, that you might receive a blessing as well. For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, that his lips, that they would speak no deceit or guile. Let them eschew evil and do good. Let them seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? But, and if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you. So be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. But sanctify the Lord in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you for the reason of hope that is in you with a meekness and fear, having a good conscience. That whereas they speak evil of you as evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conduct in Christ. For it is better if the will of God be so, that if you suffer for well-doing, than for evil-doing. Yeah. For Christ also is what suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God and bring 
being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. For one. For as much that as Christ has suffered for us the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. That he would no longer should live the rest of his time in the life, the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. For a time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, excess wine, revelings, banquetings, abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange you run not with them to the same excess any longer, speaking evil of you. Who shall give an account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead. They might be judged according to the men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. But the end of all things is in fact at hand. So be you therefore sober and watch under prayer. But of all these things have fervent and charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover a multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without drudging. As every man has received a gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. First John. Five. One five. This then is the message which we heard of him. We declare this message to you. God is light. And in him there is no darkness. We need to pick that up and run with it, right? Yes. We say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness. We're liars. We don't know the truth. Let's not walk in darkness. We walk in the light, though, as he is in the light. We have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from our sins. We say that we have no sin, though. We deceive ourselves. The truth, again, is not in us. But if we get together and we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. The word of God is not in us. To one, my little children, these things write unto you that you would sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Christ Jesus the righteous. And he is a propitiation of the sins, and for our, not ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Hereby we do know that we, we know him if we keep his commandments. He that says, I know him, no one keeps not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth isn't in him. Whoso keeps his word in him, truly is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we are in him. He that says he abides in him, I himself also walk even as Christ walked. 2.15 So love not the world, neither the things that are in the world, but if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but it is of the world. The world's going to pass away, and all of the lusts that are in it are going to go with it. But he that yeah. does the will of God is going to abide forever. Amen. 24. Let that therefore abide in you, which you've heard from the beginning. If that which you've heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this, and this is the promise that he has promised us even eternal life. These things I've written unto you concerning them that try to seduce you. But the anointing which you have received, them abides in you, and you need not that any man teach you. But if the same anointing teaches you of all things, as is the truth, and is no lie, even as it taught you, you shall abide in him. So now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, you may have confidence, and be not ashamed before him in his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that does righteousness is born of him. So behold, what manner of the love of the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knows us not, because it knew him not. 
Beloved, now we are the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we will see him as he is. And every man that has this hope, this hope within himself, purifies himself even as Christ is pure. Whosoever commits sin transgresses also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. You know that he was manifested to take away these sins, and in him there is no sin. Whosoever abides in him sins not. So we need to get back to abiding. Whosoever sins has not seen him, neither has known him. So little children, let no man deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that commits sins of the devil. The devil sins from the beginning. But for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. And this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil. Whosoever does not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loves not his brother. 3. 18. My little children, let us not love in word, neither tongue, but in deed and truth. Hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. If our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved of our heart, condemn us not that we have a confidence towards our God. Whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. This is that commandment, that we should believe in the name of the Son of Jesus and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keeps his commandment dwells in him and he also in you. And hereby we know that he abides in us because he gave us the Spirit. And we can feel it, right? Yes. Yeah. 5-1. Whosoever believes that Jesus is Christ, is born of God, and everyone that loves him, that begot, loves him also is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God, whereby we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we will keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. It, it, I would suggest we be born of God. Yes. Overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. For who is he that overcomes the world? But he that is, believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Nine, if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his Son. He that believes the Son of God has a witness in himself. He that believes not God has made him a liar, because he believes not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is that record, that God has given to us eternal life, and in his life is in his Son. And he that has the Son has life, and he that has not the Son has not life. So these things I have written to you that believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know you have eternal life, and that you may believe in the name of the Son of God. And this is a confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And we know that he hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. So if we see a brother sin a sin, which is not unto death, you shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. For there is a sin unto death. I don't say that you should pray for that one. But all unrighteousness is sin and there is a sin not unto death. So we know that whosoever is born of God is going to sin not. That he that is begotten of God keeps himself and that wicked one can't touch him. We know that we are of God and the whole world lies in wickedness. We also know the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true and we might know that we are in Him that is true, even in His Son, Christ. This is the true God. This is eternal life. So little children, keep yourself from your idols. Get yourself on track. So Father, we come before you tonight and say thank you, Lord, for this time, this message, this truth. Asking, Lord God, that you guide and lead us according to your will and purpose. That these truths... Settle themselves down, Lord God, upon the life that we're living and 
beginning to live even more and more and ask, Lord God, they would, they would bear fruit. And that that fruit would bear even more fruit, Lord God, that we could find ourselves firmly planted to the ground in fertile soil that we might grow forth and bear, bear fruit, Lord God, in each and everything we think and say and do to glorify yes. your name and to lift ourselves up. And we'll give you the praise, thanks, honor, and glory in advance for all the changes and the molding and the shaping and the causing to become triumphant in our life, Lord God, that you're going to do. We give you all the credit and the glory. We magnify your precious name. We do all this in Jesus' precious name. Amen, amen. Amen. amen.